Blog Talk Radio. Paperback Welcome to Recipe Records Radio Show. I am your host, Lena Stagg, and this is your show for food and music. Recipe Records, cookbooks, combine food and music for the reader to have a really rockin' good time in your kitchen by infusing a little rock and roll into your recipes. And I want to invite you to check out my website. It is www.recipe-recordscookbook.com. And you can also check out my social media sites. We've got a Facebook page and Twitter and, I don't know, Instagram. There's a blog. There's all kinds of stuff. So you can find all of that at, um, you can find links to all of it at my blog as well, which is rockblocks3.blogspot.com. I am excited to welcome you to this radio show series that is lined up for the next month or two, depending on how many authors that we have on the show. But this is a local authors-themed month, and we are... I live in Evansville, Indiana, and Evansville is just a great hotbed, if you will, for local writers and authors, and there is such a large number of published authors in the area. I was excited to hear from one of our guests today, Carolyn Ann Howard, when she was trying to form a group of authors to try and support each other and help enable each other to spread the word about our books and the programs that all of these authors are available to give and appearances. And it's, 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 it's rather difficult to get your, uh, your work noticed by everyone. We live in a society where everyone has an attention span of an average um, of three seconds. That would be my guess. That might be more than what they actually have. But I feel like um, you have to just keep pounding the pavement and keep trying to get the word out. So thankfully, Carolyn Ann Howard was very organized and very um, very good at putting together a group called Evansville Local Authors. You can find their Facebook page as well. And everyone is, is invited and welcome to the group. There's, it's pretty laid back and uh, not many rules. So uh, that's my kind of group. So I'm excited to have these two ladies on today, Carolyn Ann Howard, who has written several books. Her latest book is 
has just been released. It's called The Cliffords and Mr. Orr. And she has a book signing coming up this weekend, too. And our other guest is M. Diane Barry. And she'll tell you why she puts the M at the front. It's really hilarious. So Diane is the author of a fabulous book called When Women Dream. So we're going to connect with Carolyn first. I wanted to point out that I have lived in the Evansville area for about 19 years, raised my children here, and have really loved living in Evansville. It it really is the perfect size. There is so much available here, but it's not the overload of a big city. And one of I'm going to ask all of the my guests that come on to the show to share what is their favorite thing or place or little um little thing that they love about Evansville and I'll of course share one of my nuggets every time as well. So today I wanted to point out the my favorite spot one of my top favorite spots in Evansville is the LST World War II Memorial Ship. I absolutely love going on tours of that ship. It is so fabulous. If you live in the area and have not been there, grab your kids, grab the neighbor kids. Uh, kids five and under are free. And you can just enjoy and take in the history of this World War II memorial. It is fantastic. Okay, so we're going to see if Carolyn is connected. Hello, Carolyn, are you there? Hi, Lena, I'm right here. Hey there. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Carolyn. Thank you for having me. So we'll start out with, um, I'll start out asking you, what is one of your favorite things to do or places to go to in Evansville? I love the downtown. I love everything that's going on down there. The the riverfront is just gorgeous, and there's the walkway, and you can walk and ride your bike along the river. It's just beautiful and getting better and better all the time. I completely agree with you. I am in love with the downtown, and uh, there is so much business booming, and it is really getting exciting to be downtown. Um, You were instrumental in getting our local authors into a retail shop in downtown Evansville. Tell us a little bit about that and tell us, Tell tell the listeners how they can where they can find their shop. The shop is a charming shop called uh, River City Mercantile. It's at two twenty three North Main Street, so it's it's close to Third. Um, or if you're going down Third Street, it's just about on the corner of Third and Main. But it's two twenty three is the number, and uh, I know the owner. We've been friends for a number of years, and it's just such a a beautiful shop, just charming. And she approached me about having having the authors in there, and I jumped at the chance. And I think there's um, 11 of us that um, are on the shelf. 
Well, it is. It looks magnificent, absolutely magnificent. So if you're listening to the show and you want to get out and see a bunch of books published lo- by local authors, check out River City Mercantile. They have, um, you know, like Carolyn said, 11 authors have their books there and Every one of the books is just fantastic. It's been uh, like a buying spree lately for everyone um, in sharing all the books and and making sure that we have all of all of each other's books and and selling to friends and family. And so that has been a really really fun um, thing place for us to be. Okay, are you still there, Carolyn? Right here. Okay, I just heard a beep, and I was not sure. <laughs> okay, so tell us a little bit, Carolyn, of how you got started writing your books. Your very first book was t- is titled Blood of My Ancestor, and I'm sure there's a story behind how you uh, came to decide to write this book. So tell us a little bit about how that happened. Well, I was doing my family tree, doing genealogy, and I found a murder that had happened in my family. My great aunt was murdered brutally, cold-blooded. And um, someone had written the story down of how she had gotten murdered, but the story didn't make any sense. So I researched it and found the right story, and and I just sat down and wrote it it out. Wow, that's that's very interesting. I'm guessing it's probably... A pretty um, pretty tough story to write, um, knowing that it's it's about your your relatives. It's a terribly depressing book, but I got to tell you, I have had so many people come to me and say this story explains so much about you know my grandfather and my father because it it was kept secret. It was just a big secret, this murder. And I, I actually, um, the book helped a lot of people to understand some things that had happened in their lives, how they were impacted by the murder, and they didn't even know it. So it was rewarding, but, but it, it, was, it's, um, yeah, it was brutal. Wow. Well, uh, you, you can find Blood of My Ancestor on Amazon. You have an author page with all of your books. Um, and the other book we want to talk about is The Cliffords and Mr. Orr. So that is actually your fourth book? Is that right? It's my third. It's my third. Your third? Okay. I, I rewrote two of my books together to make one book. So I, I, okay. I only play three of them now. Okay. So tell us a little bit about how you um, got the idea to write The Cliffords and Mr. Orr because it is about Evansville during World War One, I, I believe. Is that right? That's right. That's right. I wanted to write about Evansville. I love Evansville. This is my home. I love it, and um, I heard somebody bashing it, bashing Evansville, and I thought, you know, I just want to write about it. Uh, it's, you know, I, I want to give this gift 
to my hometown that I love. And um, I decided on Emily or Clifford because there was a competition when I was in high school, um, a music competition called the Emily or Clifford Award. And I was in the competition, and I actually won that year. Hmm. And as I was trying to figure out who to write about, I thought, oh, I wonder who that lady is because she's probably pretty cool, and she definitely was was very fun to write about. Hmm. So did you have to spend hours at the libraries and, and um, you know, interviewing people and all of that? A year and a half. A year and a half. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And you do give... My goodness. You do give programs and presentations to uh, civic groups or church groups, you know, any type of schoolroom, classrooms and and such, any any type of group that is looking for a program during their noon hour meetings or, or such, you are available to give programs uh, based upon your book. Is that right? Yes, it's called Evansville in World War One. I. I don't really talk about the story. I just go through, I just go through what happened in Evansville during World War One. Um, you know, the, the American Red Cross, the rationing, um, the uh, conservation of coal, the influenza pandemic, the 67 inches of snow that Evansville had that year, and just uh, it's 20 minutes long. It's really fun. I've got lots of pictures, lots of old pictures of Evansville in it and and uh it's interesting and so and, and it is free, free of charge. Okay, that's terrific. And your book, does it have a lot of photos in it from the time period? No, um because of copyright I did not use any of the photos because the photos are owned by whoever took the photograph. So I have right. lots of pictures in the book of the different buildings that I talk about. Um, and I had a sketch artist who did a couple of nice sketches for the book. And I have actually several maps in the book as well. Because, you know, a lot of the buildings are gone now. So I, w- I wanted people to have kind of a visual idea, you know, like um, the um, some of the you know, like the high school, Evansville High School is gone. Wheeler Elementary is gone. So I have some maps in there, too. Very cool. That is very cool. So tell us about the book signing you have coming up, coming up on Saturday. Saturday from 10 until 1. It's an open house. Um, just come and hang out. It's at the Unitarian Universalist Church. A friend of my, a dear friend of mine, goes there, and it's a very nice space. It's on Morgan Avenue, across from the golf course, and you don't have to buy anything. Um, like definitely come, you can, and I'll find your book. But it's it's an open house. Just come out, hang out, and say hi. Okay, I'll, I plan to be there. Looking forward to it. And everyone can find your books on your website and at Amazon.com. Tell us what your website is. 
www, of course, dot carolynannhoward.com. Okay, so you can find all of carolynannhoward.com. You can find all of her books there. And you also are on Facebook. And is there any other place, social media place we should mention? I have a page um, on Facebook for everything I've ever done, so you should be able to find me. Okay. Hopefully. I hope you can. And <laughs> And we're very, very grateful to you for forming our Evansville local author group, Carolyn. You've done a fantastic job. So be sure you uh, like our Evansville local author page. And Carolyn posts notes in there and updates, keeps us all uh, organized of the upcoming events we have. We have monthly forums that are well that are invite that that are open to the public. And we invite everyone to come to the monthly forums. You, uh, you can find the information for them on our Facebook page because it take, you know we're all pretty busy, and uh, it takes a while to get it uh, posted. But you can uh, find out and ask questions on, on that page. And uh, is there anything else we need to need to mention, Carolyn? Oh, I, I think we covered everything. Okay. Well, looking forward to your signing on Saturday. You are also going to be at Barnes & Noble for a signing. What is the date of that? I believe it's July. Here, I've got my calendar right here. It's July, it's July 9th at 2 o'clock. July 9th at 2 o'clock. Okay, that's terrific. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Carolyn. I know you are crazy busy, and I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. We'll see you on Saturday. Oh, thank you so much, Lena. Thank you. Okay, our next guest is a fabulous lady, Diane Barry. She is so funny, so witty, and a little cheeky. She is just a delight. You are going to love chatting with her as well. And if you are listening live and would like to call in, I forgot to mention, you are welcome to call in to the show. The number is 602-753-1768. And I will click on and take your call if you tune in. Um, So, and you know what, just for kicks, if you're listening live and you call in, I will give you a free book, a free Little Dog in the Sun book, and you will love it. Okay, so let me make sure that we are connected with Diane. Hello, Diane, is this you? It's me in the flesh. (laughs) Great. Don't you just love radio? I look good on radio. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm glad I'm I'm on this side of the the community uh, the uh, computer monitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um someone gave, told me that joke one time and and I ripped it off and I just love that because I I love how um 
I love what I can wear and how I have to do my hair for radio. <laughs> it's fantastic. So thank you so much for being on today. I know you are crazy busy with all of your books and such as well. So thank you so much for coming on. And I wanted to ask all of our guests what their favorite place or thing to do is in this great city of Evansville. What might yours be? Well, I have to ditto everybody else. There is something very enchanting about our downtown area. And uh, back in the 70s, I read the book by James Moreland, The Evansville Story. And after I read that, I was totally obsessed because there are so many stories that many people don't know about in uh, Evansville that took place. Murders, love affairs, uh, ships were built by the inspiration of their homes. And so I still love the downtown area, but I also like uh, the fact that being a West Side native, um, I went to school on the West Side, uh, the whole strip mall on West Franklin Street, a lo- a locally owned shops and uh, places Mm-hmm. Of eateries and shops, um, I just love to go there, and uh, I do take my books there too. We, I'm part of Midwest Writers Guild as well, and uh, we represent one of the booths there. So I, I really enjoy that. Get to meet locals and people that come all over the place just to come to, to uh, uh, local revenue spots like that. Yes, I agree. I love how that Franklin Street area has really turned around and uh, it is completely enchanting as you say but I um, I wanted to make sure I am telling our listeners about all of your published works I know I mentioned When Women Dream and you have a couple of other books that you have written as well McMullen's Cellar, and the other book, let's see, Wins, Verley's Gained, Lost. So tell us a little bit about how you got started uh, writing your books. And, you know, you can give us a little bit of your your history and and how you came to write your books and and then kind of give us a a brief order of of when you published your books or when your books were published. Well, sure. Uh, well, I started as a child and in in a blue diary. My grandmother gave me a blue diary with a key, hmm. and it was locked. You could not read uh, anything in it. So it was written for me. I started there, and um, it, it wasn't important for me to share that with any with the world at that time. But as I started going through things, uh, life changes like anybody else, I just noticed that uh, the, uh, the instinctive thing to do was to notate and write things down. The first dance, the first time I my heart hurts somebody broke my heart uh the way the the rain falls I mean all this was instinctive it was innate it was in me I couldn't do a lot of other things I couldn't do a quilt 
I couldn't sew buttons very well, but when it came <laughs> to <laughs> when it came to creative things, it was a little more natural. I can't say I was always good, but I I just kept at it and kept at it. So that's how it all started. And as far as uh, where I, where it took me to my book writing was. Um, You'll hear this from a lot of authors. Uh, the first one was McMullen's Cellar, which was published in 2011, and uh, it, it it is uh, it was it's uh, historical fiction. I have no idea how that that story happened. I pulled it out of the air, and it became hmm. something. So this happens sometimes. But the second book, um, it's actually things happen. When women dream, and um, and I had to put that things happen in there because uh, it was imperative. Because as I was writing fiction, a novel about a specific, um, very current atrocity taking place in the world, and in my research, I found out it was true. The whole thing was true. Uh. So, and this is basically wow. a. Three stories, and, and a, a woman is the central figure in each, and she accomplishes something that really did happen that affected history. And so I had mm-hmm. to put those three things together, and so that's how it was born. That is fascinating. Now, the the last one you mentioned, Wins for Lease, that is uh, uh, African. I uh, hooked up with a fantastic poet from South Africa and uh, she published a lot of books and always included my poetry because that that was my first love quite honestly was poetry and it still is but anyway mm-hmm. um, that was an anthology that she had published by her uh, chosen poets all over the world and uh, and that was about uh, wind loss or loss wind anything that you experience in your life even if it's a loss it's a win in another in another sense so that's how that one also i do i am including all the midwest writers uh anthologies three or four of them so they're all available and they can get them through me or amazon and facebook i have my own uh I know you were going to ask me that. I'm kind of coming on top of things because I'm a little nervous. But <laughs> <laughs> well, your website uh, your website is zeal z e a l berry b e r r y books. That's right. They, they don't even have to. Uh, that's correct, and they don't even have to put. I mean, they can Google it. They can just put zeal berry books, yes. and it'll get them there. So you do have your your initial at the at the beginning of your name M and I always love that little story. I it cracks me up every time you tell everyone why you have the M at the front of your name. Well, my mother named me Mary Diane, so it indeed means something and I didn't want to leave it out. But my maiden name was so crazy I was still able to use it. So uh, it was Grotius, so uh, I was able to use Mary Diane Grotius, but everybody always called me by my middle name anyway. So, But it was when I took went to jury duty, and I was in the pool for selection, and um, every 15 minutes 
I heard them call me to ask me a specific question. And the whole world didn't know me yet, but but then when they kept hearing, we would like to talk to Mary Berry, I said, I don't think so. So, so <laughs> I get me an initial, and I stopped it on the first letter, and then that's the story of why I, I, I key it that way. <laughs> that's cute. And then there there's also... A, an author with the same name. Yes, yes. There isn't an author with the same name except it's in reverse. And I had, she wrote, um, she read editorials. I think it was Pennsylvania. And I was Googling my name one day. That's how you do when you try to find out if you're special. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise if you're not. But um, anyway, and uh, there, there was a Diane, I think it was Diane Marie, Barry, and she was a psychologist and accomplished in a lot of other areas, and I was getting credit for her columns. And I got got tired of saying, no, that wasn't me. So I said, oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. So, yeah, I I was taking credit for that. That's cute. That is so cute. Well, so tell us, everybody can can find your books on your website, into Amazon, and then are they at Barnes and Noble, or do you have a? I know you do a lot of um, signings at Barnes and Noble. Yes, I've uh, done uh, several uh, with both both of my uh, books, my novellas, the, the McMullen Cellar and Things Happen When Women Dream, and I think there's still some on the bookshelf there, but they can, if they're in Evansville, they can go right there or, on, or online and order it. Um, but uh, yes, uh, they're there and also physically available at, uh, at the Mercantile Shop downtown just recently, and I I took a year off because of caregiving for my mother, so I'm starting a new campaign. So if anybody has a um, uh, an event coming up and they are interested in, in having it hosted by a group of authors, they can let me know that, whether it's as a group with the local authors group or just uh, single, um, just to let me know. I'd be glad to come and give a presentation and and include everybody in the enchantment. Well, I think it sounds so terrific. I, oh gosh, I can't remember if I picked up your book or not. <laughs> I've been meaning to. <laughs> um, not I've been not trying to yet, get everyone. but I've got it. Okay. Not yet, but I've got it <laughs> saved for you. <laughs> well, I am. I am looking forward to reading things happen when women dream. I think this sounds like a very uh, inspirational type book. Would you agree? Oh, yes. I, I'm really excited about the, that book. Um, I had many tell me that they couldn't believe that I embarked on it. And the only reason I, I'm not saying that nobody else could do such a thing is because it fell to my feet first. And um, mm-hmm. the the information that is in there, even the narratives, has never it's, it contains some ground floor 
um, information that that there is no other but one other book published on this subject matter. And one of the, it's a trilogy, so there are three stories in each. And the second one is about my ancestor from 1484. So I, like Carolyn, you find some things um, in the the uh, following of your own family, the history of your own family. You can single out a character that is mirrored in the future that happens to have fallen in my lap, and I had to write about it. Oh, that's very fascinating. I am very excited to to check that out. And I love your website. You have very inspirational um, quotes feathered around, and one of my, well, the one I really love at the top of your page is, there is a wonder in reading Braille that the sighted will never know to touch words and have them touch you back. I love that, and that's very special to me because I have a friend who um, sends me letters on Braille, and and I I can't understand what they mean. <laughs> so her mom dictates them out, and, um, and it's just very... Um, I just love that quote. It was very, very uh, touching. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that you caught that. Sometimes you do. I like that word. You use feather. Sometimes you feather certain things around, uh, little verses, maybe one-liners, and I'm glad that stuck out to you. And I think that's because I love some. I love a story, a poem, a phrase, uh, an essay that contains layers. And uh, when you take the layers of our senses, it's worthy to be announced. The eyes and I the agree. touch and, and certain things like that. I, I, I've always found that fascinating. When I found that quote, I went, oh, i got to use that. So yeah, thank you for that's mentioning very that. nice. It's, I, I really, I, I loved all of the quotes, but, but that one really struck me. But you are a fascinating lady and super talented and witty and, and just very gracious. So I, I we're going, we're going to have to wrap it up. But I really appreciate you being on the show today, Diane, and looking forward to seeing you soon. Very excited that um, we, we just have such a great group in this Evansville Local Authors. I'm really loving all of our uh, get-togethers and such, and uh, it's it's just really fun. And it's a unique group because we all kind of got a struggle, and, and we've all got a sense of humor about it. But everyone genuinely is trying to to help each other, and um, and it's just really delightful. I'm just extremely excited about the group. So, so Diane, um, one more time, tell them how they can find you on Facebook. Well, you can find me on my famous name, initial M, Diane. That's with two N's. Grotius Berry. Find me on Facebook, and if you are interested in the book or um, uh, would like to have some kind of a book party or something like that, you let me know through through private message, and I'll be glad to get back to you. That is terrific. That is so terrific. I'm really excited and anxious to read your book, 
and I will uh, be seeing you at our next event, which is just in two or three weeks. We have a uh, Evansville Local Author Forum, and we will be talking about social media, which I think is a curse, but it's a necessary <laughs> evil. Um, it's a lot of work. I want to thank you, Lania, but, for being such an asset to this group, putting us out there like that, oh. scaring us half to death. Thank you very much. We love it. <laughs> oh, it's all easy. It's easy. It's good fun. So I'll see you soon, Diane. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Lania. Call me again. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. And that's going to do it for today. Recipe Records is food for thought, food for the soul, food for the love of rock and roll. Paperback, right, bye